Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Saturday, December 23rd episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. The Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there. Over 60 well-curated podcasts, wide, wide variety of topic areas, all covered from a biblical worldview. My brothers and sisters in Christ doing some great work over there for the kingdom. So I would definitely encourage you to go on over there. I will guarantee you, you're going to find something over there to listen to, and there's a very real chance you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. All right, well, with it being Saturday, we're just going to do our normal reading the scripture and our devotions and prayers, and that's going to do it. Um, I do hope that you are looking forward to a wonderful Christmas time with your family and friends, um, and I would encourage you, um, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. Please do not do not withhold from going to worship service. Please do so. Um, I know in our case, our church, we're not doing a Sunday morning, but our candlelight service is our is our service for the day. Um, and I know there's a number of reasons why we chose to do it that way. So, but and so, if you do not have a place to worship, or you're not physically able to worship. Please join us for our Christmas Eve service. Uh, we will be broadcasting or live streaming um, on Facebook at Vale Valley Baptist Church and, and on Twitter at, at VVB Church. Uh, that will start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and we would love to have you join us. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. We're going to open up with our seventh day morning prayer. It's called God's Good Pleasure. Let's pray. Sovereign Lord, Thy will is supreme in heaven and earth, and all beings are creatures of thy power. Thou art the father of our spirits. Thy inspiration gives us understanding. Thy providence governs our lives. But, O oh God, we are sinners in thy sight. Thou hast judged us so, and if we deny it, we make thee a liar. Yet in Christ thou art reconciled to thy rebellious subjects. Give us the ear of faith to hear him, the eye of faith to see him, the hand of faith to receive him the appetite of faith to feed upon him, that we might find in him light, riches, honor, eternal life. Thou art the inviting one, may we hearken to thee. The almighty instructor, teach us to live to thee. The light dweller, inaccessible to man and angels, hiding thyself behind the elements of creation, but known to us in Jesus. Possess our minds with the grandeur of thy perfections. Thy love to us in Jesus is firm and changeless. Nothing can separate us from it, and in the enjoyment of it, nothing can make us miserable. Preserve us from hypocrisy and formality in religion. Enable us to remember what thou art and what we are. Excuse me. To recall thy holiness and our unworthiness. Help us to approach thee clothed with humility. 
for vanity, forwardness, insensibility, disorderly affection, backwardness to duty, proneness to evil are in our hearts. Let us never forget thy patience, wisdom, power, faithfulness, care, and never cease to respond to thy invitations. Amen. All right, our morning devotion, the text for it is from Luke 14.10. Friend, go up higher. When first the life of grace begins in the soul, we do indeed draw near to God, but it is with great fear and trembling. The soul, conscious of guilt and humbled thereby, is overawed with the solemnity of its position. It is cast to the earth by a sense of the grandeur of Jehovah, in whose presence it stands. With unfeigned bashfulness it takes the lowest room. But in afterlife, as the Christian grows in grace, although he will never forget the solemnity of his position, and will never lose that holy awe which most must encompass a gracious man when he is in the presence of the God who can create or can destroy. Yet his fear has all its terror taken out of it. It becomes a holy reverence, and no more an overshadowing dread. He is called up higher to greater access to God in Christ Jesus. Then the man of God, walking amid the splendors of deity and veiling his face like the glorious cherubim, with those twin wings, the blood and righteousness of Jesus Christ will, rev- will reverend and bowed in, bowed in spirit, excuse me, approach the throne, and seeing there a God of love, of goodness, and of mercy, he will realize rather the covenant character of God than his absolute deity. He will see in God rather his goodness than his greatness and more of his love than of his majesty. Then will the soul, bowing still as humbly as aforetime, enjoy a more sacred liberty of intercession. For while prostrate before the glory of the infinite God, it will be sustained by the refreshing consciousness of being in the presence of boundless mercy and infinite love, and by the realization of acceptance in the Beloved. Thus the believer is bidden to come up higher, and is, a- and is enabled to exercise the privilege of rejoicing in God and drawing near to Him in holy confidence, saying, Abba, Father. So may we go from strength to strength, and daily grow in grace, till in thine image raised at length we see thee face to face. All right, well our reading today is going to be Zechariah 4 and 5. Revelation 14, Psalm 142, and Proverbs 30, verse 21 through 23. Sorry, I need a little bit of a little bit of sprite here. All right, Zechariah 4. Hear the word of the Lord. Then the angel who was speaking with me returned and roused me as a man who is roused from his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? And I said, I see and behold a lampstand, all of gold, with its bowl on the top of it, and its seven lamps on it with seven spouts, belonging to each of the lamps which are on the top of it. Also two olive trees by it, one on the right side of the bowl, and the other on its left side. Then I answered and said to the angel who was speaking with me, saying, What are these, my lord? So the angel who was speaking with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my lord. Then he answered and spoke to me, saying, This is the word of Yahweh to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says Yahweh of hosts. What are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you will become a plain, and he will bring forth the top stone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Also the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, 
The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands will finish it. Then you will know that Yahweh of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? But these seven will be glad when they see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These are the eyes of Yahweh which roam to and fro throughout the earth. Then I answered and said to him, What are these two olive trees on the right of the lampstand and on the left? And I answered the second time and said to him, What are the two olive branches, branches which are beside the two golden pipes, which empty the golden oil from themselves? As he spoke to me, saying, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he said, These are the two anointed ones who are standing by the Lord of all the earth. Then I lifted up my eyes again and saw, and behold, a flying scroll. And he said to me, What do you see? And I said, I see a flying scroll. Its length is twenty cubits, and its width ten cubits. Then he said to me, This is the curse that is going forth over the face of the world. I'm sorry, over the face of the whole land. Surely everyone who steals will be purged away, according to the writing on one side, and everyone who swears will be purged away, according to the writing on the other side. I will make it go forth, declares Yahweh of hosts, and it will enter the house of the thief, and the house of the one who swears falsely by my name, and it will spend the night within that house, and consume it with its timber and stone. Then the angel who was speaking with me went out, and said to me, Lift up now your eyes, and see what this is going forth. So I said, What is it? And he said, This is the ephah going forth. Again he said, This is their appearance in all the land. And behold, a lead cover was lifted up, and this is a woman sitting inside the ephah. Then he said, This is wickedness. And he threw her down into the middle of the ephah, and threw the lead weight on its opening. Then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, two, wo two women were coming out with the wind in their wings. And they had wings like the wings of a stork. And they lifted up the ephah between the earth and the heavens. And I said to the angel who was speaking with me, Where are they taking the ephah? Then he said to me to build a house for her in the land of Shinar. And when it is prepared, she will be set there on her own pedestal. Revelation 14 Then I looked, and behold, the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the sound of many waters, and like the sound of loud thunder. And the voice which I heard was like the sound of harpists playing on their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne, and before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who had been purchased from the earth. These are the ones who are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These have been purchased from among men as first fruits to God and the Lamb. And no lie was found in their mouth. They are blameless. Then I saw another angel flying in mid-heaven, having an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who inhabit the earth, and to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heaven and the earth and sea and springs of water. And another angel, a second one, followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great she who has made all the nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her sexual immorality. Then another angel, a third one, followed them, saying with a loud voice, 
If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, and he also will drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is mixed in full strength in the cup of his rage, and he will be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day and night, those who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the perseverance of the saints who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow with them. Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and sitting on the cloud was one like a son of man, holding a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the sanctuary, crying out with a loud voice to him who sits on the cloud, Put in your sickle and reap. For the hour to reap has come, because the harvest of the earth is ripe. Then he who sits on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the sanctuary which is in heaven, and he also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel, the one who had, has authority over fire, came out from the altar, and he called with a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, saying, Put in your sharp sickle, and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth, because her grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle to the earth and gathered the clusters from the vine of the earth and threw them into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden outside the city, and blood came out from the winepress up to the horse's bridle for a distance of 1,600 stadia. In Psalm 142, a maskal of David when he was in the cave, a prayer. With my voice to Yahweh I cry aloud, with my voice to Yahweh, I make supplication. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare my distress before him. When my spirit was faint within me, you knew my path. In the way where I walk, they have hidden a trap a trap for me. Look to the right and see that there is no one who regards me. A way of escape has been destroyed from me. No one cares for my soul. I cried out to you, O Yahweh. I said, You are my refuge my portion in the land of the living. Give heed to my cry of lamentation, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, to give thanks to your name. The righteous will encircle me, for you will deal bountifully with me. And finally, Proverbs 30, verses 21 through 23. Under three things the earth quakes, and under four it cannot bear up under a slave when he becomes king, and a wicked fool when he is satisfied with food, under an unloved woman when she gets a husband, and a servant girl when she supplants her, mis her mistress. Excuse me. All right, our evening devotion is from Psalms, the text for it is from Psalm 74, 16. The night also is thine. Yes, Lord, thou dost not abdicate thy throne when the sun goeth down. Nor dost thou leave the world all through these long wintry nights to be the prey of evil. Thine eyes watch us as the stars, and thine arms surround us as the zodiac belts the sky. The dews of kindly sleep and all the influences of the moon are in thy hand, and the alarms and solemnities of night are equally with thee. This is very sweet to me when watching through the midnight hours or tossing to and fro in anguish. 
There are precious fruits put forth by the moon as well as by the sun. May my Lord make me to be a favored partaker in them. The night of affliction in it is as much under the arrangement and control of the Lord of love as the bright summer days when all is bliss. Jesus is in the tempest. His love wraps the night about itself as a mantle. But to the eye of faith the sable robe is scarce a disguise. From the first watch of the night even unto the break of day, the eternal watcher observes his saints and overrules the shades and dews of midnight for his people's highest good. We believe in no rival deities of good and evil contending for the mastery, but we hear the voice of Jehovah saying, I create light and I create darkness. I, the Lord, do all these things. Gloomy seasons of religious indifference and social sin are not exempted from the divine purpose. When the altars of truth are defiled and the ways of God forsaken, the Lord's servants weep with bitter sorrow, but they may not despair. For the darkest eras are governed by the Lord, and shall come to their end at his bidding. What may seem defeat to us may be victory to him. Though enwrapped in gloomy night, we perceive no ray of light. Since the Lord himself is here, tis not meet that we should fear. All right, well, that is our episode for today. I thank you for spending this time with me. I, I Again, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Christmas time. Um, like I said, I do have an intent to uh, start back in with our uh, Bible study on December 25th on Christmas Day. So um, I hope you're looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but again, I would encourage you to participate in worship on Christmas Eve um, during the day. It is a, it is a regular Sunday. Um, um, if, if Again, if you cannot physically go... I would welcome you to join us again. We'll be broadcasting. We'll be live streaming <clears throat> at 7 p.m. Eastern time, Eastern Standard Time. Um, and again, it's on Facebook at Vale Valley Baptist Church and on Twitter or X or Twixter or whatever it is at at VVB Church. So we would love to have you join us. All right. Well, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. I will continue to implore you to do all that you do for the glory of God. Um, let's go ahead and close out with prayer. We're going to close out with the Lord's Day, Lord's Day Eve prayer. Let's pray. God of the passing hour, another week has gone and I have been preserved in my going out and my coming in. Thine has been the vigilance that has turned threatened evils aside. Thine the supplies that have nourished me. Thine the comforts that have indulged me. Thine the relations and friends that have delighted me. Thine the means of grace which have edified me. Thine the book which amidst all my enjoyments has told me that this is not my rest, that in all successes one thing alone is needful, to love my Savior. Nothing can equal the number of thy mercies but my imperfections and sins. These, O God, I will neither, neither conceal nor palliate, but confess with a broken heart. In what condition would secret reviews of my life leave me, were it not for the assurance that with thee there is plenteous redemption, that thou art a forgiving God, that thou mayest be feared. While I hope for pardon through the blood of the cross, I pray to be clothed with humility, to be quickened in thy way, to be more devoted to thee, to keep the end of my life in view, to be cured of the folly of delay and indecision, to know how frail I am, to number my days and apply my heart unto wisdom. Amen. All right. Well, again, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Have a good one. 
God bless. 